Welcome to BS Reactor, where we get our friends to chat about stuff we couldn't get other people in our lives to talk to us about. This week at the Reactor, we're beginning our chat about the 1997 David Fincher mindbender, The Game. If you haven't seen this one and care at all about spoilers, definitely watch the film before you listen to this. Because, as always, we use spoilers to get our points across. Also, we frequently use adult language, so if you're not into that kind of thing, tap stop before the music ends. And thanks for listening. We appreciate you. And we're going. Pat wasn't bored enough with my first choice. Yeah. He was playing gotcha games the whole time. Now he's just going (laughs) to scroll Instagram or some shit. It's not gotcha game. Marvel Strike Force. Um, That's a gotcha game. (laughs) <laughs> I want to raise a guy because my son and I downloaded onto his thing and then all of a sudden I'm like, all right, I'm into this. Because I don't like point, what's it called? Point uh, JRPGs. Yeah. <laughs> turn based, turn based games. Ah, yeah. So, three, two, one. Penis. Da, 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 da. No one else going with me? Okay, fuck y'all. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to BS Reactor. Today on deck, we have. <laughs> Hi, I'm Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Evan. And today we're going to go with my last pick for whatever the train wreck Oof. that became of altered perception slash perception slash perspective slash mind bending, yeah. whatever uh-huh. mess. Yeah. Movie from 1997 called The Game. Mm-hmm. Directed by David Fincher of, well, I mean, this is the movie he did between Seven and Fight Club. Oh, really? He'll give yeah. you a good, a good perspective on where we're at. He was going to do Seven after this, but was it Brad Pitt or whatever? Who's the main character in that? Uh, is it Morgan Freeman the main character? In- the Zodiac, which he also did. Well, Never Zo- Zodiac had Robert Jane Jr. and did, um, right, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Seven had... Morgan Freeman, Brad Pitt, Kevin Spacey, and Gwyneth Paltrow, mm-hmm. and Art of the Army. He had a big star Oof. sign on to do seven before he got, you know, fully prepared mm-hmm. to do this one. So he's like, I'll do this one first and then I'll do the game. So anyway, that's how his life went. He used to direct commercials and music videos and other stuff. And then he did Aliens 3, three which he hated because he, really hated it. he had so much yeah. studio interference. Right. But it did get his name on the list of directors yeah. and he got to do some really interesting stuff. Yeah, because this got Alien 3 got him to do 7 and... Yeah, yeah, because yeah, okay. he made some connections in Hollywood. Yeah. And he's done a bunch of other stuff like Gone Girl, Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, the American version. Oh, Gone Girl is such a good movie. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Ooh, that, yeah. that bitch. Yeah, <laughs> David Fincher, this movie is in the Criterion Collection. Not entirely convinced it belongs there, but whatever. I hey, am. Hey, <laughs> The Rock is in Criterion Collection. Is he? Which yeah. one? The Rock, the movie The Rock. No, the, no, the Cage. <laughs> yeah, Nicholas Cage, the Nick Cage, fucking Wayne Johnson, Sean Connery, Michael Johnson. They just took How they, here? they <laughs> just took Dwayne Johnson and put him in there, yeah. Yeah. just as a concept. Yes. but no, I mean, you know, Nick Cage, Sean Connery, I mean, Michael uh, Bay. It, no. it, it is a weird combo. They're influential. It is a good influential action movie of the nineties. It kind of it is. Yeah, and Face Off kind of this is already the nineties. Is already happening Wait, too did fast. He, did he do? Did he do Face Off? No, Face Off was John Woo. Oh, okay. God, why the fuck do I know these? Uh, <laughs> I don't it's know, fantastic. But, but knowing them specifically right now. 
movie starring Michael Douglas. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Sean okay. Penn is pretty big in there. Deborah my, Unger. The Isaac Isaac version of As Sean Isaac Penn. knows, my favorite actor, Sean Penn, that piece of shit. <laughs> I like Sean Penn the way Isaac likes Tom Hanks. Uh, one of my favorite, uh, he's never the leading man, but he's an incredible side character. Uh, James mm-hmm. Redhorn. Okay, yeah, yeah. Is yes. phenomenal in this also. Is that the guy who was in Independence Day who was the sniveling Secretary of Defense? I think so. I think so. Where he was like, in this one, he plays an employee of this yes. company that's got the zoo with his family. It yes. really, he's like an actor. That yeah. they, it's a whole it's, it's a thing. We'll, we'll get layers. There, yeah. <laughs> he's, a guy, he's a guy in Independence Day who's yeah. like Area 51 is not real, blah, blah. He goes, oh, that's not totally correct. <laughs> and it turns out it was real. Yeah. So this movie came out How in 97. How the fuck I know that? <laughs> It had a budget, a budget, sorry, of fifty million dollars. A budget, a budget, <laughs> and a gross of a hundred and nine. Which oh. back in ninety seven, that's not a lot. bad. Yeah. It's it's mid. Like don't, it's not like crazy numbers, but it, it's solid. That's a level that will, if your director will get you another job. Yeah, and this one is kind of funny. IMDb is seven point seven. That's weird. Yeah, and Rotten yeah. Tomatoes is seventy seven percent. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, it's, right. it's, it's you don't see that, that very often. No, yeah. yeah, it's it's rough. It's that's just almost right four seven. So this is uh, see that. this movie opens with a weird collection of old home movies. Yeah, <laughs> what like every movie in the nineties had this collage of old film. Like, I don't know what the deal is. Well, it's like setting up the. I don't. I guess I don't know why I picked two different movies that are about the struggles of the rich. <laughs> I was wondering what you were doing. <laughs> Once again, you get struggles of to the rich. To be fair, I passed, and, up, I passed up train spotting for and this. And <laughs> there's two suicides of older rich people? Yes. Ew. Yeah, you think about it. You okay, so, man? <laughs> he does, I just think the rich should die. So, yeah. so he, does, he thinks the rich should die and that they have troubles that we need to care about. Well, I did two movies not about... Not troubles that we can care... Troubles that I cannot fathom. So. Oh, that's true. And I do movies apparently about the working class and socialism. <laughs> I do and movies then, about people dying. Well, you do movies aftermath. about space communism. Yeah. <laughs> space communism, yeah. yeah. And African communism? I don't know. <laughs> that was just because you guys told me to find controversial and that's still happening <laughs> look i think china needs to settle the hell down i think, <laughs> I think their china propaganda wings need to be shut down forever with, with complete violence and i would watch every wolf warrior they ever made yes, Fuck yes. <laughs> wolf warrior not only can he beat goku he can also beat superman and everyone mm-hmm. don't beat super that's not the point of super <laughs> anyway <laughs> you don't beat Superman. That's not what he's about. You can okay. beat him emotionally. Yeah, no, you can just beat his ass. You can't. D- uh, Doomsday did. Doomsday tried. Doomsday he, died for it. Yeah, but well, he still killed the motherfucker. Yeah, it didn't take. Anyway, <laughs> the game, right? So this is a movie uh, following a guy named Nicholas Van Orton. He's uh, <laughs> the most white people name possible. Oh, yes. He's, you know, born to the silver spoon. Um, mm-hmm. They you know established that he's from a wealthy family. He lives in his, you know, man. Outside of San, his ancestral home, well, not even outside San Francisco, <laughs> kind of in town. It's a little yeah. nuts. It is San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, and he's he has an in-house housekeeper. She lives in the driveway. Or something. Uh-huh. She has yeah. her, her own house on the property. As you do. He's, you know, he's an investment banker. He's got uh-huh. a lot of people's careers in his hands. He's, you know, the kind of guy who has someone managing his home life and someone managing all his appointments because uh-huh. he's so busy. Right. So you busy. Know. But he's also lonely and divorced. And really bored with his life. Well, and like there, there's some some hints here and there that he's a good person who is too caught up in his job to realize that he could 
be not awful, right? Like, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> like there are a lot of parts of his job that require him to be a fucking monster, but he seems to genuinely give a shit about his caretaker lady. Uh-huh. And even though his brother is a shithead mm-hmm. who wastes his, or whatever, who wastes his fucking time. Yeah. He always makes time for him, right? <laughs> he gets some frivolous fucking spam call about lunch See? meeting with Seymour butts. <laughs> and he's like, oh, and he's just brother. like, yeah, that's the kind of juvenile shit he pulled. And yeah. he cancels meetings. And even though his brother's late for lunch, he goes and makes him uh-huh. the fancy club reservation, whatever. Right. I think the thing that dates this movie the most is the joke. See more butts. That, <laughs> yeah. true. I know people still use that shit. Use that uh, joke. <laughs> are they older than we are? Same age. <laughs> Same yeah, age. I think even when I was in elementary school, that was considered some dated humor. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm not astronomically old like y'all, though. So. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. So anyways, I'm only pushing 40. He um he hasn't seen his brother Conrad for two years or so. I think they say. Yeah, there's Connie, and he goes to meet his brother. Oh, there's some things in here while they're getting the establishment set up that uh-huh. I had some notes about. There are little bits of conversation that are actually a little bit lampshaded, mm-hmm. which is like, oh, and Elizabeth called, and you know his assistant is just like your ex-wife, and he's like, I know who that is. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just the exposition needed to be there, but it's mm-hmm. stupid to have to say it out loud, right? But we as the audience yeah. don't know, so it's just like oh yeah yeah yeah, i know Um, whatever there's a real fun thing this just stuck for me and my wife both that his ex-wife is remarried Uh she's married some doctor he's a pediatrician Pediatrician or or a gynecologist or pediatric gynecologist or something which is just like that (laughs) what that stuck in my head the rest of the fucking movie i'm not bitter i love how how he like (laughs) He's like, I'm an investment baker, but this guy being a doctor is a piece of shit. Like, he's lower than me. I was like, oh. well, and just just like the like, I'm wondering how you get into pediatric gynecology. It's either after an abundance or total lack of background checks, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know is that I wouldn't trust him. I don't know is that I wouldn't trust him with the kid. That's all I know. Yeah. So yeah, he goes to lunch with his brother, cancels his appointments, goes to lunch with his brother. His brother shows up mm-hmm. late to the fancy lunch club. You know what? He has a give, voucher for. Yeah, gives him a birthday card with a voucher for CRS, just uh-huh. like consumer recreation services. services yep. It's, yep. it's kind of like a vacation that comes to you, and it's you know mm-hmm. something to have fun with his life again, rather than just being a stuffy old dude because they kind of play up the lonely moments in this where like he comes home to eat dinner but he's worked late again so the lady tells him on her way out the door oh your dinner's in the oven and then he sits down to watch the news and financial reports even though he's finally off the clock right by himself yeah it's all lonely and stuff I'm like oh Mm -hmm. shit I think I have three different notes in here different points that Ilsa is too good for him for real (laughs) you know like the, the first point in this where I would have condoned fratricide would be where his brother gets the staff at the fancy members only lunch club uh-huh. to come up and sing happy birthday. Oh, oh yes. Which yeah. is just, that's why they're meeting. It's his birthday. Mm-hmm. Right. Which he obviously doesn't like. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. He's obviously dealing with some stuff. Like there's some depression that is a, a, the assumed undercurrent of his disposition. Yeah, the, the little clip show at the beginning highlights that he used to have a happy, fun childhood or something. And then his dad just fucking jumped off the house one yeah. day. Uh-huh. Yeah, his dad, his dad decided, I'm going to unalive myself. But his dad was always drinking and smoking, apparently. Yeah. But that was just how it is back in the 60s. Yeah. Yeah, that's, no. that's not that weird. So next day he goes to the office for his meeting, but it's at the CRS office somehow. Well, it's in the same building that the CRS office is in. So he's Uh like, fuck it. 
I'll stop by. Mm-hmm. So he goes up there, has his voucher. They set him up with somebody going to do intakes. And he's they like, some, what is the game? And they're like, oh, I can't tell you that. Well, it's different for everybody. You know, they tailor, they do a little psyche valve, whatever. He said it should take no more than an hour or two. And he spends all fucking day doing Four like hours yes. doing personality like tests. Like personality and tests and physicals and, and yep. jogging on a treadmill. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going in here for a game. <laughs> and they're doing, testing how stretchy my asshole is. I'm I'm not doing 99% of the shit that he had to do. So just, yeah, like I had a a note in here about how it's impressive that they got this guy to fill out all this shit and put up with this with the pitch he was given because that pitch was limp. There was no, there was, he didn't understand anything. They didn't, he specifically asked, you think I'm going to do this without information? Yes, because apparently you would. You literally sat there and did all this shit. You gave up, you canceled. He spent a lot of time canceling appointments in this. There's a thing in here about, he. you probably collapsed an industry just having him make time for this. <laughs> yes. It was just like, yeah. come on, man. And he's he's about ready to blow this off, but he meets with some people and they're like, oh yeah, it was life-changing, the game. Like his other rich friends. Yeah. Well, it really interestingly, it's, I don't remember what the hell the effect is called, but when you learn about something and then suddenly you hear about it everywhere because you weren't paying attention to it before. Right. Yeah. It, it feels a little bit like that, where mm-hmm. he finds out about CRS and then immediately the next time he goes to his evening club because he's a member of all the exclusive members only places for stuff. Uh-huh. rich people in San Francisco like there's people talking about it yeah and then he heads home yeah so he gets home and sees this weird think- clown doll Another reason I would. <laughs> yeah. And it's this, in the exact this, spot where his father committed suicide this, in the same body position. This guy is so oh, stupid. No, before, before he gets home and finds the clown, he gets a call on his cell phone that they have rejected his application. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he doesn't know. Yeah. It's like, ah, I'm so depressed. He's, he's, like, like, check this and like, he's actually pissed in. off about it because I'm assuming he doesn't hear no very often. Right. Yeah. And not just he doesn't hear no, but he's like, I spent all this motherfucking time. <laughs> At this motherfucker, <laughs> they may be running a treadmill. So yeah, he gets home to find a body in the same position his father was in years and years ago after the suicide. Yep, and it's a fucking wooden clown doll. Uh huh. And instead of a sensible reaction, which is setting that shit on fire and going straight to the police, mm-hmm. he just takes it inside and <sighs> props it up in a chair. He takes it inside, looks at it. Props up on a chair where it's staring at him. Then he's like, I'm going to put my fingers in his mouth. <laughs> and I'm just like, like he finds a key or something. Yeah. With this says CRS on it. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay. I mean, it, I guess it was a good idea. He did this, but I wouldn't have gotten to that point. Oh, hell I, no. If I saw that in my yard. And I saw that it was a clown or whatever. I would have just backed right up. I mean, he's got a cell phone. That's a 911 situation that there's a fucking body in your driveway. There's a lot of parts in this where I feel like they can just wave their wand and be like, oh, no, they personality tested them. Yeah. He would totally do this. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the thing, too. Well, we'll get to the end of it. But yeah, that gets to me. Mm hmm.
as he's doing this, the guy on the TV says something like, are you going to spend your entire evening dissecting the doll? Yeah, the evening newscaster is suddenly talking to him specifically. Uh-huh. Yeah. My notes on that just include we control the horizontal, we control the vertical. <laughs> exactly. The guy on the TV tells him the rules of the game, saying that you'll find other objects like the key, which yeah. you should keep until the end he of the game. It makes it sound like you will find a series of keys that you will need for things. And that, yeah. that concept kind of peters out. Uh-huh. At some point. Yeah. Well, I mean, he gets what two items that he has to use the key yeah, two or and three. the yeah. turn, mm-hmm. which I'm like, no, there's a crank and he gets a note here and there. Oh, yeah, and, note of don't let her go or whatever. Oh, yeah, there's that that comes up. He's like, How are you doing this? Are you looking at me through a camera? The yeah, TV duh, changes to there's like a camera in a the clown, feed. obviously. Mm-hmm. And then he <laughs> says, How did you get a camera into the clown doll into my house? Which dates the film is like, Yeah, you can put a camera in a button now. Like, <laughs> it's not like 4K or whatever. You don't know there's not a camera in my glasses. Right? right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Was that what Google Glass was? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I really wanted one of those too. So he breaks the cloud's neck to get rid of the camera and then goes to sleep. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't go to sleep if I knew a fucking so clown also, you know, like There's a thing where he's, you know, thinking about whatever. I, I have a note in here that he's already shirt open with his wife beater on, so he must be clearly very stressed. Yeah. <laughs> So he has a flight the next day to go Uh meet with somebody in charge of a publishing house for children's books or some shit. He's going to go aggressively negotiate a severance package. And little thing in here that he drives himself to work. Okay. Mm -hmm. He, he checks in with everyone else at the gate. This is a people's millionaire, right? He has a pen in his front pocket with a CRS Uh, logo on it. They told him to keep the pen at the interview. Uh And so the pen fucks his shirt up. (laughs) He's like, bitch. So what if he didn't keep the pen? Cause I felt like a lot of this stuff happened because he kept that pen. Yeah. I mean, they would have planted a pen on him, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) They would have had somebody spill some shit on his shirt or something. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, so yeah. yeah. He, he goes and has this. You know, when he, when he lands, he has a car come get him, and it has shirts waiting in the back seat so that uh-huh. he can have a clean shirt on when he gets there. When right. Then, so he can fire this guy. Yeah. And then tells this guy off. Hands He's going to hand him a severance package, and it's the deal will deteriorate the longer he delays. But uh-huh. he can't get his fucking briefcase open. Yeah. He's like, and the fuck. key he has doesn't work in it. No. That a look there. And like he's just looking increasingly deranged while he's trying to open this fucking briefcase mm-hmm. and then eventually it's like well it's your lucky day and storms out and next thing he's going it's to sleep like, on the yeah beating his briefcase <laughs> against a bench somewhere <laughs> just fucking tearing about it up a lack of motivation <laughs> that would have been my afternoon just oh, destroying yeah. that suitcase i've just been getting a fucking screwdriver and being like fuck you <laughs> just right? stomp the thing open no, I mean, <laughs> he snaps ain't gonna get a knife this. or something yeah. or just cut right a, through it you think the stupid hinge is gonna stop me yeah i'm just like and it, he's he's very deeply modern finance and the way that it's very the conversation they're having is like oh profits went up but you didn't meet the projections so you right. lost us yes. money which uh-huh. is god how, how a lot of businesses work yes yeah, you gain the, money basically they assumed that they're owed what they projected they would get yeah uh-huh. fucking fantastic so he uh, flies all the way home and goes to the club again mm-hmm. for some fucking for, reason for dinner yeah as you do the same waitress spills something on him uh-huh. that spilled something on the table the last time and then and her boss fires her immediately and Nicholas is like don't you know, don't that was a little that. excessive yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, she's like but uh, somebody <laughs> just drops a note at his table that yeah it's the, like the bill I was it's like, like oh the check sir well, he, had, the he funny, hadn't ordered anything yet the funny part about that is she's like what can I do to help you and he told her to get him some towels and some club so- soda soda and she's like what can I do to help you and my wife watching him she goes 
Bitch, you ever told you what to do? Yeah. <laughs> you keep wondering about that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then she gets fired. Of course, he says, hey, don't let her go. So he goes following her. He has to go follow her now right. after getting her fired. And then some sick man falls down in front of them. Yes. And so they have to call an ambulance and the cops insist that they both get in the ambulance to come make statements. Which I'm like, dude, I don't know this motherfucker. <laughs> ambulance goes all the way to the, like, just get in the ambulance with your wife. And he's like, what? It's not no, my wife. Not my wife. So like, he fucks off. They yeah. get to a hospital or what it looks like a hospital hospital and then just like the lights go out and everyone dips including the sick dude it was like a flash mob that just left <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is like they suddenly stepped into a horror movie uh-huh. or a post-apocalypse movie or some shit and it's yeah. just empty now yeah so nick figures this is just part of the game right it's like and oh he's I guess like apologizing to this woman like oh these people are fucking with me sorry you have to be part of this mm-hmm. didn't mean for you to be wrapped up in it and she's like eat a dick and there's just there's some really good solid like I don't know if this is stuff that was in the script but it's just fantastic rich people work yeah where like oh they find an elevator and they get on the elevator and he walks in after her and stands near the button and looks at her and is like uh lobby yeah mm-hmm. like, like he expects her to reach over like, and hit the I, button I, I for him I don't touch that <laughs> stuff that's how you get disease from poor yeah. people yeah so then the elevator won't move uh-huh. so he's like oh there's a keyhole and this motherfucker has since taken the creepy clown mouth key and put it on his key ring yes yeah. i noticed that it's all about efficiency well, it for did him say, it does say crs on it so he's it like does. i gotta put yeah. this on it we'll just try it in every keyhole so until we find well, it. yeah so it goes up a little bit and stops mm-hmm. and then she has the idea to go out through the maintenance he's like no we'll just call somebody yeah but of course it doesn't work they no. open a yeah. thing and the phone's been ripped out like, yeah. okay so it's like they open the lid he, he looks up there and then comes down and is like i'll push you up you come here after and she's like i'm not wearing underwear <laughs> yeah which is you know i have a note in here like like she was going commando at work. Huh? I was yeah. the same thing. That is, <laughs> that's, wait, um, I mean, what it, kind of club members demand that service? <laughs> Well, it is a rich club, the unspoken, hey, I want a sausage pizza. Or was it 14 <laughs> sausage? Was it was something like that? Yeah. And but, you still ask this lady out at the end of the movie. Yes. <laughs> so, but, um, thing in here that, you know, cannot believe he's not more suspicious of her right, as the yeah. person suddenly inserted in his life. He was directed to her by the game. And he keeps he knows following that for sure. Her. And then yeah. he keeps following her, even though, yep. whatever. Uh, I want to put a little insert in here that Nick Van Orton is fucking jacked. Yeah. Oh. Because, okay, he goes up first and pulls her up after he pulls her up one fucking handed I was thinking the same yeah. thing. this narrow hole like she can't th- possibly have a grip on that yes. so he basically <laughs> forearm curls a fucking adult I was with his it. offhand he's got the flex yes. because, there. because he, he holds his main hand down first but it's covered in grease yes so she's uh-huh. like you know yeah so then he puts his offhand down and still lifts a fucking human being with it right I was thinking the exact same thing I'm like this motherfucker fucking Superman, Spider-Man shit. He just did like, there's no grunting, no... He just uh, fucking picks her the hell up. Uh Yeah, smooth motion and everything. (laughs) So they get up to the next floor and out, and then, Mm -hmm. you know, as they're leaving, it's like, oh, this is the CRS building. Oh, but they trip over an alarm. Yeah, and like, CRS's fucking private military security shows up with Uh submachine guns. I mean, it's like, we're just gonna explain what we are. I'm a rich white man, this is fine. Yes. And she's like, you explain for both of us yeah, and then it's runs basically off. any point where he's about to just chill she's like 
I'm going to make this worse. Let's go. So they run away and they get an attack dog sent after them. Which I was like, wait, what kind of private security is going to have an attack dog? That was, right. I feel like that's only like a cop thing. Uh-huh. Like, they have fucking MP5s or some shit. Yeah. Like, I was like, this is not. I was like, what kind of business is this CRS does? That they can <laughs> what kind of security do they yeah. need for a game? No, uh, no, right? If this is all they do, it's just game. Like, why do you need a freaking mercenaries and shit? So Black eventually water. they escape. You know, uh-huh. She climbs up a thing and helps him up after. And he's just like, hey, where's your modesty when there's attack dogs? <laughs> right. And they get through a fire escape and have to jump into a dumpster. And I want to insert for everybody at home. Never, ever do the dumpster jump. You don't know what's in there. And I, don't, I don't just mean like you could land in an old gross food or a pile no, no. of maggots. I don't give a shit about that. It's the sharp stuff. Yeah. Right? Yes. I mean, there can be broken glass and intact furniture and shit with nails sticking out of it. You don't yeah. want to ever break your fall in a dumpster. You do not know what's in there. When this happens, <laughs> when this happened, I looked at my wife and I said, this is fucking San Francisco. It's probably a bunch of fucking drug yeah. and yeah, meth needles and shit needles. there. There's Congratulations for AIDS. AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's probably a bunch of like they probably just got AIDS and all the needles ever yep. in there. And she said, I can't believe you said that. I was like, what? It's like I knew you were gonna say it. I'm like, what? I mean, come on, it's a big city. Any big city, I wouldn't jump into any of this stuff. No. But San Francisco, you know there's a bunch of freaking heroin and meth and like every drug. I don't know about meth needles. in San Francisco. Yeah, maybe not meth. At least heroin and mm. other intravenous drugs that you know probably right, have needles yeah. in there. So Nick feels bad that Christina had to go through all this stuff. He invites her back to the mansion. Well, his office. That was his office. Is it the office? Yeah. Yes, that was oh, his, okay. office. his office Jesus. has a bathroom with a shower. With a shower. Yes. Yeah. Okay, then. I, that's in my notes. I want right. an office shower. Fuck that guy. Right. Mm-hmm. So she calls herself a taxi and goes home. And well, then uh, the, the fact that she had a red bra purposely showing him yeah, her she, red bra. She definitely took her shirt off in front of him on purpose. Mm-hmm. And then she reveals at the very end of the she was offered $400 to spill wine on him. By some dude. Yeah, by some dude. Uh, another note, he really needs to be more suspicious of her. <laughs> right? So he goes home, yeah. goes to bed, gets a call in the morning. Well, he's from the hotel with his credit card. Or yeah, whatever. like his pocket was picked or some shit. She got his credit card. Yep. Young woman stayed at the hotel overnight. He goes to go sort that out and has to cancel more appointments. Walks into the hotel with walks into all this glorious evidence of his roiling affair with this young lady. Like uh-huh. It literally looks like aftermath of the hangover movies, <laughs> like a bunch of booty pics on Polaroids. Yeah. And a mirror with like fucking coke, coke lined it. up. And he's just like, like for a man in his position, the culture he lives in and works in, uh-huh. he is no good at cleaning up a crime scene. Oh, oh, God, he no. cuts himself. The, yes. the toilet over flows and i was like oh there goes the thing of his dna on it oh there goes his fingerprints oh there goes i was like just dude just i'm sorry if i (laughs) i feel like that's something that'd be (laughs) in his man has never cleaned a crime scene in a hurry before bush league old money (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm pretty sure for investment bankers that's part of that's like a weekend thing yeah that's how you intern yeah so he's driving home Mm -hmm. or driving to his next work appointment something and notices a car following him he calls his attorney and says find out everything you can about CRS they're extra so eventually he like pulls into an alleyway and lays an ambush for this following car 
part. It's some fucking private eye hired to follow him, but uh-huh. he doesn't know who. But he likes falafels. And he, like, jacks this guy's <laughs> gun <laughs> and thinks he's part of the game and accidentally shoots the goddamn tire out because it's a loaded gun. Right. right? And the guy runs off. He's like, I'm going to give you some falafel. <laughs> he's and then, from um, He goes to have a meeting with the publishing guy who flew to San Francisco, I guess, mm-hmm. from New York yeah. or wherever. And barges in and throws all the fucking titty pics at him and is like, is this your idea of like basically (laughs) accuses him of setting this up in retaliation? Why his Mm -hmm. wife and daughter are there. Yeah, except the guy's like, oh no, you are 100% correct. I needed to retire and spend time with my family. I'm the happiest I've ever been. He's like, he goes, yeah, (laughs) I got you. I I talked to your lawyer already. I signed the severance agreement. Yeah, I saw it. It's great. uh, Oh, sorry. Later. Enjoy your, um, nude pics yeah yeah uh, have a little thing in here like i wonder how hard his lawyer is working on making sure this shit didn't implode his life yeah <laughs> right because he was just busting into places and like this is what's going to happen i'm like you can't just bust it like he didn't just bust into the house at first i was like oh he busted he was going into his own hotel room or something no this is someone else's so you basically broke and enter and then start throwing new pictures around in front of uh oh yeah this people. is like someone else's hotel room yeah <laughs> just fucking flinging the nude pics right and if, if his daughter happened to be underage it would be like oh you're showing pornographic stuff too but <laughs> yeah minor no, no. that dude was like in his 60s but yeah, yeah. he luckily his daughter is like 32 or something but yeah mm-hmm. at this so point this point he, he goes, goes home, home right yeah and this yeah. is there's been a break-in someone's been in my mansion not just a break-in but he reaches to hit the light switch and it sparks at him because the light switch has been ripped the fuck out which clearly <laughs> has been ripped out which you could see in the dark yeah. but his, his dumb motherfucker's like i'm still gonna touch uh-huh. and see if it's on so but there's like black lights and shit right yeah, yeah like the, the yeah. whole place has been done up in illegal marine dye or <laughs> it's like his entire fuck. house is graffitied with shenanigans yeah well, it's like stuff about die 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 with like weird generic asshole shit tied uh-huh. in with right. specific things about him and i made a point here that still bush league old money doesn't know how to hold a gun and mm-hmm. he, he holds a gun like a seltzer bottle <laughs> maybe this is just, just michael douglas yeah so he's just like this is fucking nuts they broke into my house they trashed the place right he rushes out to ilsa's little house and is like well he goes to call the police and then well, he hears the, a banging on the door and it's it's his brother well we're not there yet we're not i don't think oh, okay Maybe mm-hmm. no, because he he told I think he told Ilsa before mm-hmm. yeah. he started. He sh- he like asked her if she was okay, and then was like, "There's if you've seen the house," and she's like, "No, what, what?" And like, "There's mm-hmm. been a break in. Stay inside. Lock your door." So you know he cares about her at least. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, then his brother shows up flipping shit, mm-hmm. and his whole spiel is he was in this CRS thing, but they won't fucking leave him alone. Yeah, like he and like, just paid he, him. He off. paid he paid the bill, but they won't stop. And he's uh-huh. like, I even gave him more to stop yeah at this point outside of the narrative it's just like it's a good thing your brother is sean penn who can really sell this scene yeah i just oh, I definitely yeah. put in uh conrad does a convincing psychotic break this is not his first rodeo yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> as much as i don't like sean penn i would never say he's not a great actor yeah but damn because if you gave anyone else those lines he was saying in the car you're like oh my god well, he's like mm-hmm. he's flipping shit they're gonna drive away mm-hmm. and like a tire explodes he pulls uh-huh. over yeah. while he's trying to get the tire jack out his brother opens the glove box to find something and it's full of crs keys and he's like ah shit it's like urine on it and freaks out on it they Uh have a screaming match about i guess fights they've had several times before
before. And he's probably just getting some baggage out. And those random people just yeah. come out saying, hey, quiet. And he's like, yeah, fuck it. So <laughs> which it, makes you wonder if those are actors, too. <laughs> he kind of staggers away and, you know, gets into a taxi, which I'll put in here. The standard intrigue rules. Mm-hmm. You never take the first cab, man. No. <laughs> so he finds Christine's address and goes to meet her. Oh, no. We got to no, no, no. cover that he gets into this taxi. Yeah. His oh, brother, his brother right. runs just away. Like, That's right. The dude <laughs> just like grins like a lunatic at him and just starts accelerating well, toward the fucking pier. That's ditches. after his brother runs away and can't find him. And the phones yeah. and pay phones keep ringing for him. Uh-huh. He, op- he, put, well, he takes the pay phone. Well, it's just replaying their yeah, argument. Back exactly. Then, yeah. Which then, is fucked up. And then he goes for the taxi and then that, that's the guy looking all crazy and shit. I was saw that guy. I'm like, oh, I fucking starts next. accelerating toward the harbor and mm-hmm. then fucking just tuck and roll bails. Mm hmm. And nope. he's trapped in the fucking back seat. He's going to punch the window out. And well, no, then he, he, he remembers he's in a game and checks his inventory. And he has a hand crank he found earlier ah, that he can roll okay. the window down with and get out. So they call the cop like he has his attorney call the cops or something. Mm. I don't know. Talking to his, the cops with his attorney. They're going to find out what the fuck about this place. He busts up in there like, I got this shit. You're going to go down. Mm-hmm. And they bust up into the office and what? Like, yeah, the office is just gone. Like, yeah. it's yeah. just ragged. Uh-huh. There's holes in the walls and shit. Like, all the things that had scaffolding or whatever because they're setting up. Right. It was yeah. all mm-hmm. broken. Oh, the building management says it hasn't been rented in a long time. And <laughs> Classic gaslighting. There, there's yep. no company with that name. So then he sits down with the cops and the cops are going over everything and are like, well, only thing we can really get is uh, some minor stuff. And you're yeah. like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. And then we can't get them on killing. Like, and you did sign a contract to say you would do yeah. this. Yeah, which is just You should have read ridiculous. that contract. Yeah. <laughs> and the lawyer's like, like nobody, you can't, you can't sign a waiver for crimes. Yeah. So like trying to kill you. <laughs> Reactor is recorded in the Midwestern United States by a group of friends that can't afford to spend thousands of dollars to prank each other. All voices, music, and mixing are put together by us. All rights reserved. Our music guy recycled this track from a project he thought he lost back in 2001, and then he mumbled vintage and then did finger gun things while laughing awkwardly. If you have any comments or questions, or you have any musical requests for the soundtrack here, contact the show on Instagram, SoundCloud, or our website, bsreactor.com. And thanks for listening. We appreciate you.